Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. I am here now, accepting the way I feel and noticing my thoughts while doing what I care about. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha, and thank you for coming back and joining me as we continue building our Mindfulness Action Plan to improve our happiness score. The Mindfulness Action Plan was developed by Daniel J. Moran and Siri Ming. I am so happy to share this with you, and I will put the link in the description. I know this seems like a large, a huge project. And as I always used to tell my students, how do you tackle a large project? Answer, breaking it down into small steps. And so this mindfulness action plan helps us break down the steps in bringing out positive behavior. It helps us become aware of our actions and to help us to make a mindful and meaningful commitment to changing our environment around us. Before I go any farther, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And thank you, Mary Lou and Sam, my producers, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to my listeners wherever they go. Okay, let's get back to our mindfulness action plan, everyone. Now, when you started to play this podcast, I put right up front the mindful action plan statement, which is an outline of the small steps that are that we are taking to improving our happiness score. Now, this is a very flexible plan, and so I thought that I would adapt it for our purposes here in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. You can use this mindfulness action plan for um, any kind of uh, step that you want to improve or change. But I just want you to know and and to emphasize, I am not an expert on uh, this mindfulness action plan. I, I came up across this resource and I thought it was dynamic and fantastic. And so as you are working through the action plan, so am I. 
and I am adapting it in other parts of my life as far as taking small steps, being aware of uh, distractors. And today, we're going to go to the part of committed action, the doing part of putting this action plan, putting our, our thoughts and our dreams into motion. I recognize that change can be uncomfortable. I'm aware that venturing into something unknown can be a little bit scary. So I came up with a meditation practice that will review not only the mindfulness action plan steps it is my hope that this practice will prepare us for the next level I invite you to get into a comfortable position if you are comfortable closing your eyes I encourage you to close your eyes or to look to your uh, floor or gaze down if that's not comfortable for you that's okay notice any pressures or irritants and allow yourself to move past those distractors in your mind's eye I invite you to bring your focus to the thought that you are more than your value based perspective that your experiences are rich deposits from change. They are treasures. And those experiences are making you the person that you are deep within your soul. I encourage you to take a breath in, blow out, and allow that deep presence of you, letting go of roles and titles, but just, just for a second, tap in to the genuine, pure you. The you that maybe you haven't visited for a while. As you are getting to know you, I invite you to bring your focus now to engage in the now. Release the guilt, the tension. Release the 
the holding on or the pulling or pushing. Release it and let it go. Bring your focus to the now. Release any uncertainty or worry about what is to come in the future. I encourage you to be in the now. And as you are revisiting you in the now, I invite you to accept the possibility of changing, of changing to a part of you that in the face of stress, you are flexible, that you groove to the successful moves and you release old responses to old triggers. Let it go. If you feel the need to hang on for it, just put it aside. You don't trust letting it go yet. Let's move to the next level and just notice. Notice your private thoughts. The thoughts that you keep inside and you don't share. I invite you to be aware of the behavior that may filter in as a result of those thoughts and to choose. Choose the behavior that is meaningful and mindful. End of practice. Thank you for participating in that mindfulness practice, that activity. And now, on our mindfulness action plan, we are going to go to the next step, which is committed to action. I would like to proceed with committed to action in a gentle manner. Um, you know, it's it's one way to to commit to an action like jumping into cold water, and then there's another way of committing to an action when the temperature of the water is a little bit easier to get accustomed to. And it's still a change, but let's ease into it with less discomfort. So I would like to break this section down into three sections. The first section will be the introduction, introduction to Commit, commit it to um, action. The third section is an example of 
committed to action. And then the last section is a follow-up and putting all of the prior sections together. So when you commit to taking a step towards action and doing something that is a change, that is considered a skill. And in the psychology world, it is considered being um, psychologically flexible. And so psychologically flexible individuals, they learn through uh, accepting accepting um, new behaviors and changing behaviors to accomplish a goal. And we'll get more into that shortly. On the other hand, uh, people who tend to not to want to move forward on an, on an action and, and in the doing part, I kind of look at it as non-committed actions, non-committal actions. And in the psychology world is considered being psychologically inflexible. Uh, And the psychologically inflexibility is usually seen when an individual is inactive, they're not active, or they avoid certain um, activities, or they're impulsive uh, in order to avoid the activity. And so here we've talked about uh, the two different types of uh, flexibilities, the psychologically uh, flexible individual and the psychologically inflexible uh, individual. So as you may ponder and say, hmm, I wonder which kind of person am I? That's good. Let's continue. Here's a broad example. Let's say there was an environmental change. And the environmental change requires a change in behavior. You can plug in whatever you, you would like, um, whatever environmental change. You you know, be creative. So, but let me continue with the example. But let's say a uh, individual, let's call them, well, let's see, any any name. Okay, I'll just use a color. Let's say the person's name is Blue. And Blue is not really agreeing with this new behavior in order to uh, adapt to this new environment. But what Blue does is they, maybe they stay in their room. Uh, They are very hesitant and interacting with uh, individuals who may be involved in learning how to adapt in the new environment. They may become avoidant. Uh, So, and also they may become inactive and just uh, not even get out of bed and do different behaviors, which uh, may be sociably unacceptable and and do impulsive things. And so what that s- small example is just an example of 
the psychologically inflexible. The good news is, is that because this is a skill, uh, becoming psychologically flexible can be learned. The recommended process in learning how to go to the next step and in and strengthening the skill of of doing and committing to an action is called a performance management plan. And you may have uh, worked with a performance management plan before. This may not sound anything new, but let's look at this in a mindful perspective. In a performance management plan, and we're going to do a very broad uh, view of this, you want to make sure that you have the the uh, required resources to take the next step. There's nothing more frustrating than trying to start something and you don't have all the tools or required uh, equipment or knowledge that that you need to make that next step. Another uh, part of this performance management plan is coming up with a contingency plan. So already in our plan, we know that Oftentimes, the the first try, it may not be what we anticipated. Or, you know, when we're doing a first draft of a writing or we're making the first pancake, you know, that, that first uh, pancake, that first draft, it doesn't come out. So we're going to have a contingency plan. And lo and behold, oftentimes when we are trying to make a change or trying to go to the next step, something always comes up. Your computer crashes, like mine did, or something. So we're going to have a contingency plan, and that's going to be built into our performance management plan. The next thing is you want to have a accountability partner. Share it with someone. Tell someone you're you're, you're going to... You're thinking about making this change. You're thinking about going the next step in your mindfulness action plan. And if that is tough to do, then break that into steps and maybe write a list of people who you trust and um, and how you're going to uh, achieve or maybe some thoughts of what your goals are, what you want to do in order to get to the next step, in order to get to that action. Also, Partnering, partnering with that is to make a public announcement about your committed action. Now, these these elements of the performance management plan, they can be kind of intimidating. And so don't allow the intimidation or the fear to prevent you from progressing. That is a lot in itself. I invite you to stop and uh, write out the resources you think you would need to go the next step. And and then stop and then re-listen to this podcast. Pay attention to any anxieties or fears that may pop up. Write those down in your journal. Share them with an accountability partner. And we're going to bring this to a close. But I'm excited to let you know that we are going to 
make this mindfulness action plan come into reality. I look forward to talking to you again next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.